If you're dreaming, God is speaking. And what better way to learn to interpret your dreams than the Breathing Underwater membership? This is a monthly subscription mentorship where you will have access to monthly live Zoom calls where we do live interpretations and learn to hone our skills together in community. You will also have access to a private Facebook group with weekly video teachings, and there's more. You will also have a one-on-one 60-minute coaching call with me every month, and all for less than the price of a single coaching session. Because it is my heart to walk alongside you and see you grow into all that God has for you. So sign up today, join the community. We would love to see you there. We were designed to hunger for the deep things of God, to thrive on faith and wonder, to seek out divine wisdom that defies human logic. We were designed to unlock the mysteries of God. This is Breathing Underwater. Grace for grace, grace upon grace. This is the meaning of the number 25. And all of the different places I looked actually agreed that 25 is grace upon grace. It's a multiplication of grace because we know that five is the number of grace and 25 is five times five. So boom, there you go. And one of my favorite authors says this about the number 25. 25 is the number of grace multiplied five by five. And I think somehow that 25 means God will perform the things that he gave you grace for. And he brings us back to Genesis 21, one. Now the Lord was gracious to Sarah, as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age at the very time God had promised. And between the time that they were given the promise and Isaac was born was 25 years. So this author is equating that kind of grace upon grace that God will perform the things that he has promised. Yet among the mature, we do impart wisdom, although it is not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are doomed to pass away. But we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except for the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of this world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given to us by God. And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. Okay. 
Welcome to episode 25 of Breathing Underwater. We are embarking today on the beginning of this journey called The Deep. This series is starting in September. We're going to be going through up until Christmas, I believe, and we are going to be talking all about what the deep means. I use that language a lot. If you've been following, you can attest to that. I love talking about the deep, the deep things of God, the deep places of my heart, going deeper still. I mean, I love this language because it's really clear imagery. And I think you all have a general kind of sense feeling of what I mean when I use that. But I wanted to take a little bit of time in this episode to delineate a tad more to bring a little more structure and clarity to what I mean, because there are actually different facets to the deep. And we're going to be going through all of them in this series heading into Christmas. So I started with this scripture because it's just meaty. But I want to highlight specifically verse 10, that these things God has revealed to us through the spirit for the spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except for the spirit of that person? So the depths of God, as we plumb into the depths of God, we will only be led there by the spirit of God because he's the only one that knows what's going on in the deep places of God. And on that note, when scripture says the depths of God, what does that even mean? God's deep? What does that mean? Like deep thoughts, deep feelings? Yes, indeed. But it means a lot more than that. So much so that I don't think we can even search it all out. And yet we are invited. Right here, it says that the spirit reveals these things to us. Us. And I believe that's because God truly wants to be known. He knows his depths are unsearchable, but he still wants to be known. So I looked up the word here in the Greek for depths of God. And this is Strong's Greek 899, for those of you who want to look it up. And the Greek word is pronounced bathos. And this word means, it's actually pretty clear, depth or height, interestingly. It's also of the deep sea, of the deep things of God, which means the hidden things that are above man's scrutiny, which basically means that man cannot comprehend. Strong's definition specifically is profundity, the profundity of God, which means his basically the profoundness of God, the extent of God, the mystery of God. So this right here says that the spirit searches even the profundity of God even the depth and height of God, all things hidden in God. And he shares those things with us. This is mind boggling to me. But this is what happens when we hear God's voice. This is what happens in our dream life when he reveals something to us. That came from the mind of God, from the heart of God, from the mysteries of God, from the depths of God, and the spirit is the one that revealed it to us. So this right here is the cornerstone, is that the Spirit is going to lead us into the depths. And as I've been thinking about this and praying into this, I really feel that there are 
so many different dimensions to what the deep means and what it can mean. But what we are going to address here on this podcast is broken down into three. And the first one is what I just mentioned, the depths of God. What does that mean? What does that look like? How do we discern that in our dreams? The fact that we can even go to the depths of God with the Spirit is incredible. And this is really about knowing God, knowing who He is, all about His character, the things that He wants to reveal about Himself to us. God wants to be known just like we want to be known. It's one of our greatest desires is to be really, truly known authentically in intimacy, letting people see into us and be known for who we truly are and loved there. God is no different. He has that same desire. Now, he may not have a need for that the same way we do because he is really fulfilled in and of himself, but he created us out of love for a relationship and he wants to be known in this relationship. Have you ever thought of that? It's not just a one-sided thing, which is so easy for us to be one-sided, where it's like, hey, God, I need this. Hey, God, what about this? Hey, God, I'm in pain. Can you fix this? Can you change this? Hey, God, I'm praying about this thing. <laughs> hey, God, this is wrong. Can you do that? You know, it's a lot of us kind of coming and being like, mur, 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 mur. but he really wants to reveal himself to us. Like, hey, want to know something about me? Want to know what I care about? Want to know what I think about that? Want to know what I'm feeling right now about these things? I think so often, just like kids, right, with their parents, it's so one-sided. <laughs> they're not coming to their parents, especially when they're young, to be like, how can I serve you, Mom? Let me know how I can make your life a little easier. Hey, Mom, I just want to know you. Tell me something about yourself. I mean, of course, this happens as kids get older, but especially when they're younger, it's really all about what that child needs. And it's okay. It's supposed to be that way. And I think God is so kind with us in that same way. But we are the spiritually mature. And we are going into the deeper things. And that means our relationship is deepening. And I would say one of the most baffling and beautiful things is really that God wants to be known. I'll never forget, I had this moment, this is just coming to me, I wasn't going to say this, but I'm going to. I had this moment when I was driving from Northern California to Seattle a couple summers ago, and I was driving through a small town. I'm not kidding you. I see this sign for Dairy Queen, <laughs> and I am like, I need Dairy Queen right now. I have never wanted Dairy Queen so much in my whole life. So I pull off to go to Dairy Queen. I'm so excited. And I go through the drive-thru and the guy who's taking my order is just kind of an ordinary dude, but my heart is immediately drawn to him and I do not know why. So I give him my order and as he's in there processing it, I feel the spirit of God fill my car. And I think, oh, you, you sent me here for him. Oh, wow, what do, you, what do you want me to say to him, you know? And I got this kind of vague image of like a firefighter or someone like that. And I thought, oh gosh, that's all I got. All right, here it goes. So when the guy came back to the window, I just said, hey, I know this might sound a little bit weird, but are you a firefighter or do you want to be a firefighter? He's like, no. And I'm like, anything like that? He's like, yeah, actually, I want to be a policeman. And I was like, oh, 
And I said, well, I got that wrong. But while you were in there, God filled my car and he filled my heart with love for you and really wanted me to tell you that what you want to do, you're going to be really good at that. And as soon as I mentioned God, the young man broke eye contact with me and looked away and then heard me, but just kind of kept his face down and was like, oh, okay, thank you. And then handed me my food and that was it, shut the window. And I remember pulling away from that window and feeling this tension of God's great love for this young man and also this great ache for how misunderstood God is. It was like I could feel God's pain over being misunderstood so often. And it just hit me. Like, I hate being misunderstood. It's so painful when people think something about me that isn't true. And I could tell on the face of this young man, as soon as I said God, he broke eye contact and it was like, it was like shame came over him and he couldn't look at me anymore. It was like he could no longer engage. Something took over him and I knew that he had some misconception about who God is that made him actually pull away when the father was reaching out to him. And man, that just broke me. As I was driving away, I just felt like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, God, for the ways that I've misunderstood you too. And of course you want to be known. Of course you want to be known rightly. Of course you want to be accurately known. So do we so much. It's painful when we're not. And I think this is really a part of the invitation to know the depths of God, the depths and the heights that the Spirit want to reveal to us who He is, what He cares about, what's going on in His Spirit, in His heart, what He's thinking about, the things He likes, the things He doesn't like. And of course, Scripture gives us a lot of this. But the depths of God, it says right here, are revealed to us by the Spirit of God because who else knows? Wow, I just really feel God right now. I was not planning on saying that, but... Yeah, Lord, would you just show us who you are? We have put so many things on you that are just not true. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us. Thank you for your great kindness. And I could just feel his heart. You know, he's not angry. He's just grieved because he really wants to be known. Hmm. Okay, wow. This next, I guess, dimension of the deep that I really want to go after is um, the deep places in us, the deep places in our soul and spirit. And as I was preparing for this series and I felt God speaking about these things, he very clearly interrupted and brought me to Psalm 42, it was like he just laid out before me his intentions and his desires for this series. And of course, you know, at least pieces of Psalm 42. 
it's pretty commonly quoted, but the beginning is, as the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs after you. My soul thirsts for the living God. And then it jumps down to verse seven and says, deep calls unto deep at the roar of your waterfalls and your waves and your breakers, they break over me. And just this idea of this thirst and this desperate hunger that we have that we don't even know how to articulate. We don't even know that we have half of the time. That's going to be stirred up. God is going to stir that up. And he's really drawing us down into this deep calls to deep in this place where our deep places cry out to his deep places because our deepest desire is to know him and his deepest desire is to be known. And here we are. Here we are. What I loved from that scripture, I looked up, of course, what the word for deep was there in the deep cries unto deep. And it was deep, deep places, deep sea. I love that deep sea is in here all the time, by the way. But it's speaking specifically to subterranean waters, it says. And subterranean is a really vivid image because that is essentially means under the earth, under the surface, what is underneath the layers of earth. And this to me paints a really clear picture of those subterranean places in us crying out to those subterranean places in God and those subterranean places in us, they are always there. But do we always make space to really access that in a way where we're naming and we're listening and we're allowing to be tilled up what is down there? It's a sensing place. It's really nonverbal. So it takes more time. It absolutely does. But I believe this is so worth delving into and really a part of breathing underwater and a part of going deep is going to the deep places in us. And this place, again, can be accessed through dreams and I think is often. And a big area that this is actually missed is interpreting soul dreams. It's easy to think, oh, that was just something, you know, I say this all the time, broken record here. Oh, that was just something that my soul brought up. Oh, that's just something that I, I watched last night. Oh, that was probably nothing. It was too emotional. But the soul dreams tell us what's happening in our soul. It actually gives us language for what's happening way deep down there that we don't actually know. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to give examples of that as well. And then thirdly, we are going to visit the deep things of the spirit, which when I say this, I mean the deep things of the spirit realm, like spiritual beings, spiritual discernment, spiritual laws and mysticism and what that looks like in our dreams, talking about discernment dreams, intercession dreams, demonic dreams, nightmares. We're going to go after all of that in this too, because that is really important and also a part of what it means to breathe underwater. And on that note, if you are new to the podcast, I want to give you just a quick explanation of what breathing underwater means. I know that it gives a general sense and feeling to it just by hearing that because it's really visual, right? But this is really talking about being under the water, being down in the deep things of God, like we're talking about right now, living down in this deep place and being able to breathe, not just dipping down there and holding your breath, <laughs> not just 
snorkeling where you're up at the surface and you're just looking maybe a couple feet down, but you're, you're breathing and you're mostly connected, you know, to, to land and to air, but you're really submerged, submersed, living, learning to live down in this place where these mysteries are being revealed, being a mature spiritual being that isn't afraid of this place, that isn't holding parts of us back from God and knowing the depths of God, but really letting us him take us into these deeper places to teach us about him and about the spirit because we are spiritual beings. We're spiritual beings first. I forget who says it. You've probably heard this, but oh, someone famous, I think. Sorry, whoever that was. They say, like, we are spiritual beings having a physical human experience <laughs> because at the end of it all, our spirit is eternal. Our spirit will remain. We will get new bodies, but we are going to have the same spirit. So our spirit is eternal. Yeah, let that blow your mind. Talk about breathing underwater. Our spirit always has been and always will be what? I know it's a lot. It's okay. But this is what it means to acknowledge I'm not just a human that feels things physically and tangibly and only looks the world through uh, one dimension, through a logical lens, and only knows and believes what I can see and explain and all of that. No, no, no. We are much more dimensional than that. And there is so much more to this life. And so we are the hungry and the thirsty, and we are chasing that down. And one of the main ways is through our dreams. God speaks through our dreams. And I have a friend who just said this the other day. It's so bright. It's so wise. He said that he believes that dreams are the purest form of a prophetic word, which I would have to agree because it bypasses all of our defense mechanisms that we have up in the day, all of those doubting places, God can just slip right in and he can speak to us about the mysteries of himself, of the spirit realm, of our own heart. And then we have this intel that we get to learn to interpret in our waking life. So listen, I could crack out on this all day long. And I pretty much do. <laughs> That's why I have a podcast about it. But I am very much looking forward to getting into this series uh, bringing on guests who have dreams in these realms, who have experience in these places, teaching you what God is showing me. And we're going to go there together. And on the note of together, actually, I am really excited about this. Some of you already know about this, those of you who follow the newsletter, but I have just launched a new Breathing Underwater membership. It starts on the 9th of September, and it goes at least through this next year. We're going to meet every month on the second Saturday of every month for two to two and a half hours on a Zoom call. There's just a monthly subscription, and you end up being a being able to be a part of this community where we are having a little more teaching, we are practicing interpretation. You will see live dream interpretations with me each time. There will be mentorship. You will be growing in community and practicing with one another. I am really amped about this because I can't tell you how much changes when you're in community. I mean, Proverbs talks about there being wisdom in a multitude of counselors. It is kind of like that. And I have mentioned before that I have a dream group that I'm a part of, and I bring my dreams to these women all the time. And they bring such different depth and different facets and see different things in my dreams that I don't always see. And in that kind of community, we're also learning together. There's accountability. You're tracking together on what God is saying. It really is 
invaluable. So if this is something you are ready for, I have the link in the show notes or feel free to email me and I can answer more questions for you. Absolutely. I also do dream interpretation appointments and I do one-on-one coaching. So there are resources here for you if you are ready to like really take this by storm. And let me just tell you on top of that, one of the most consistent pieces of feedback or testimonies that I get is people who were troubled over particular dreams that they had that they ended up bringing to me and we interpreted together and ended up being (laughs) so beautiful and profound and actually guiding in their life, like how the dream was actually flipped, something that they used to sit under and actually be afraid of, that they didn't know how to interpret, that they didn't want to even touch that it was brought into community, it was either brought into a coaching session with me or brought into a conversation, and God gave the true interpretation, and it changed everything. So don't let fear over this stop you, because God is talking to you right now, every night. It's crazy. He absolutely takes advantage of the time that he has to communicate what he wants to communicate to you, and these are love letters. These are communications where he is talking about how he feels about you, who he is. He's giving you strategies for your life. He's answering your questions, the questions that you've been praying about. So it's time to just take it seriously. I think most of you are already in that boat, but if you aren't just, there's the call to action. Boom. It's time to take this seriously. There are treasures that we are all sitting on. And listen, I'm calling myself to a new level of action in this as well. I'm I'm hungry for this. I'm telling God I need more. I want to have dreams where I am understanding even more. I'm knowing timing of things. I'm knowing what's coming. God loves to prepare us as well. Okay, I'm just going to leave you there. And of course, until next time, happy, happy, happy dreaming. Happy dreaming.